you're listening to the Seven Transformations Podcast. For access to the latest content, including the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the7transformations.com. Create a life you love. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast sharing life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And now, let's create a life we love. Well, hello and welcome back. My name is Tudor, and this is my podcast, The Seven Transformations. Thank you for joining me. Today is Motivational Monday podcast. It's actually Sunday night where I'm recording, and I just got back from an awesome bike ride around my neighborhood. I haven't had a chance to ride my bike in quite a long time. I had to actually take a paper towel and wipe the dust off of it. That's how bad it was. So it was really refreshing. And, you know, I used to ride my bike all the time. I would put my iPod on, some motivational music, you know, hardcore, whatever, headbanging kind of music, and really get my creative juices going. I'd usually like to go at night. You know, it's very quiet. I can listen to music and visualize my future some of the things that I want to do, how are they going to look like, that kind of thing. And it was always such a transformational experience. So I don't know if you have something like that in your life that you like to do, but I definitely encourage you to do that often, whether it's riding your bike, you know, taking a walk, writing in your journal, going to the gym, you know, whatever it happens to be, use those channels to help you visualize and get messages from the universe, whatever you want to call it, whether it's God to you or if it's universal consciousness, get those messages and see what they have for you. Because ultimately, we want to make every day our day. And that's what the topic of today's podcast is. Whose day is it? Is it your day? Is it really your day? Or is it someone else's? You know, at the end of the day, I always try to remind myself very often, memento mori. That's a Latin phrase for remember death. I actually put a drawing that I made when I was 16. I used to draw pretty well. I made a drawing of Charon, the god of death. It's pretty gruesome. You know, obviously I was 16 and very angry, but I have this picture of this guy sitting on a chair of skulls and all these things. And it was actually one of my favorite drawings. And I decided to frame it because it is my reminder that death is one day approaching whenever that happens to be. You know, writers and philosophers used to practice this philosophy, this idea, by putting a skull on their desks. You can probably remember some pictures of old desks from the olden days with a little quill and a skull, and that's what that meant. Remember death. Remember time that it is constantly vanishing. Every minute, once it's gone, it's gone forever. No matter how successful you are, no matter how miserable you are, the one thing that is certain is that it will not last forever. So what does that mean for your life? What does that mean for your daily actions? A lot of times we we disconnect from these abstract concepts, like everybody has heard of the piggy bank example of 86,400 seconds in a day, and how, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if somebody gave you that much money in your bank account, how would you spend it? Because it would be eliminated at the end. You'd probably spend all of it. Well, how come you don't do that with your time? You know, and that example is very powerful 
because money is something we can relate to. But for some reason with time, we don't seem to relate to it in the same way, yet time is not something you can get back. You can always earn money. You know, there's been plenty of stories of people being in poverty and being wealthy and then being poverty again and being wealthy again. And money is a cyclical thing, but time, time is the only thing that doesn't come back. You will never get back any of your time. And that is very profound. It's, it's crazy to think about when you sit around, find some quiet time for yourself, and just be present, feel the time ticking away. It is unreal, just like the Linkin Park song, you know. It is unreal. And the more you get present to that, the more valuable every minute counts. Because that's the first step to making your day truly your day and not someone or something else's. And the second step is that attention is life. You know, your attention, your consciousness, wherever it is directed, it creates life. It creates, it creates energy. It brings something into existence. And the people who are advertising, they know this. The people who are in the news, the people who are at the top, they know this. Where attention goes, something grows. And today's world is all about controlling attention. It is about using your attention for profit. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, certainly that's what business is about. But what the point of mentioning that is, is that your day, whether it's yours or something else's, entirely depends on where your attention is. Because your attention, combined with how you use your time, is going to create whatever it is that you want to live in your life. So if I'm giving my time and attention to video games all day and getting upset or a toxic relationship or whatever else is going on that's not productive. Now, look, you can be very productive at video games. And if you're good, more power to you because esports people make a lot of money. But most of the time, people don't play video games as an esport. They play it to escape something. So my point is, there's nothing wrong with those things. But be mindful of where your attention goes. You know, I used to do this exercise where you'd look at your bank account to find out a lot about your life, your lifestyle, your habits, your values. It's simple. You just look at where the money is going per month. What are the things you're spending on? Obviously, you take away for rent and electricity and all those things. And then the stuff that you are discretionary you know, expenses, you just look at that. Now, obviously, let's say you spend a lot of money on going out, then you really value going out and eating. Or maybe that says something else, you know, that you're too lazy to cook, or you don't have time to cook, or that you're not disciplined with your, you know, resources, whatever it is. But your bank account is your history of where your attention manifested through money has gone. So your attention is what creates anything. If you have a problem and you give that problem attention, it makes it worse. They've done studies on pain. And in fact, to bring back the whole video game thing, people who had third-degree burns but were playing a really intense video game, they realized that it was just as effective as some of the strongest painkillers. So that is the, the power of your attention. It's so powerful that 
wherever you are present, that thing is magnified. So if you had a flat tire, or if something really crappy happened to you, or, you know, whatever, there's a, there's a person in your life that's bugging you, whatever is occupying your attention, that's where your consciousness is. And therefore, that day became there. So if it's that person that's bothering you that day and you gave them all your attention in your mind or in person or wherever, then you just gave them that day. Gone forever. It's not yours. If the flat tire totally ruined your life that day and all the other stress that came with it, you just gave that day to the flat tire. The flat tire doesn't care. doesn't have any emotions but you just gave your consciousness away. We are a constantly disintegrating orb of consciousness because every day we spend a little bit of it. You spend a little bit of attention here. You spend a little attention there. You spend a little attention on this and on that. And certain things you have to, but where the rest of that piggy bank goes is up to you. You know, I call it the creative energy piggy bank. It's your it's your orb. It's where your energy is at and where you can create things and, and move that energy with your attention to different parts of your life to create a life you love. That's what this podcast is about. And today's episode, attention, you know, uh, creating, you know, whose day is it? It's about managing your time and being aware of your attention. Realize that time is of the essence. It is the most valuable thing. And, you know, it took me a while to realize how valuable my time is. Because you can be for a long time, you can be in a position where you don't realize how valuable your time is. Certainly when we're younger and we're kids, we don't we don't see the value of that. But the sooner you get it, the sooner you realize that every minute that passes by, you have the possibility to do anything. You, you have the possibility to find out information, take action on certain things that you love to do, create things in the future. When you realize that you have that creative power, you know, that makes your minutes and your seconds and your hours so much more valuable. You know, so that comes to the third point, which is what, you know, how do we measure whether the day is ours or not? How do we measure seizing the day? And that has to deal with your vision, your vision for your life. You know, your future that you're living into is what is going to create the impetus for every day being exciting. And you're not going to have every day be exciting in the sense that it's, you know, full of pleasure and happiness. But when you have a clear vision, when you have something that you are excited that you're living into, even the bad days, even the days where there is mundane stuff to do, it is for something. And when your actions are in alignment with that future that you've created for yourself, then it's simple. Then you are seizing the day. That's when your attention is in the right place. Because if you feel empowered, if you feel you're going somewhere, if you feel like you have a purpose, then you've won the day, regardless if it's a failure or not. Not every day is going to be full of success and results. In fact, quite the opposite. You're going to have many days where you might feel tired. You will fail. You'll try something, and there's going to be five other obstacles in the, in the way as a result of opening that Pandora's box. You know, So that's normal. But keep sight of that vision with your attention. 
and that is going to keep you afloat. And that is the test of long-term success, is whether we can keep our consciousness, our attention, our third eye, on that future, on that thing that we have created for ourselves. You know, there are many ways that we can lose our attention. And I talk about them in the seven transformations in, in the book that I'm writing. And, you know, these aren't an exhaustive list, but pay attention and see where in your life do you find these things happening repeatedly. Where is the program that is hijacking your attention without you realizing it? And so, you know, it's like the old Windows browsers when we'd go online, the little browser hijacker, the most annoying thing in the world, if you remember that or if you've experienced it. But how many of those do you have in your mind hijacking your attention and and giving it away to something else? Preoccupation, worry, doubt, all these insecurities where you're preoccupied about what other people are going to think of you, let's say, or preoccupied about a particular situation that's out of your control. Maybe you've got some addictions. I'm not talking necessarily about drugs. There's a lot of things we can be addicted to. Social media, addicted to working out, I don't know, addicted to playing video games. I've been there. You know, again, there's nothing wrong with with playing video games or any of those types of things, but too much of something can be an addiction. You could be addicted to discipline. I know people who are overly disciplined without a particular vision in mind of what that discipline is going to create for them. You know, you, you also, another way is to be complacent, to procrastinate, which is the opposite of, of all that, you know, addiction to discipline, which is, you know, sloth. How many times have you postponed, oh, you know, I'll just do it tomorrow. I think back to my younger self when I was like 15 or 16, and I battle with it because part of me is like, man, I wasted so much time. I would just sleep in and do nothing, you know, and I think about how many hours I wasted. And if I had that time now, like it would be insane what I could do with it. But at the same time, everything happens for a reason in a particular order. There's nothing. I wouldn't be the person today if I wasn't for all the experiences I had in the particular order that I had them. So there's nothing to regret ultimately. But procrastination, complacency, you know, low energy, those things can take away your attention and make you want to get distracted or just waddle around, not taking action. You know, it's easy to say, oh, I don't know, or I'll do it later. How many of these little phrases in your program come up and cut off the possibility or cut off action very easily? You give yourself an out, you give yourself an excuse. So, you know, another one is scarcity or not taking risks, being afraid of action, you know. Courage is key for initiating and maintaining a life that you love. And scarcity mode will always trigger you in a conservative, non-action way. Or you're going to start taking actions that are going to reinforce your smallness. You know, like when I go to Walmart and I want to spend $12, but I end up spending 18 and maybe that's a little closer to, you know, my bank account being zero than it was at 12 so now I'm freaked out and I'm preoccupied and I'm getting in scarcity mode, you know, and all these mental and, and emotional effects. Now my attention is somewhere else. It's on the future of me being poor. It's on 
the future of this and you know starting watch how your mind runs away with you how your attention is so easily hijacked by these little browsers you know another one is not expressing yourself when you when you have something you want to say and you're bottling inside when you're repressing your emotions when you know you you hold something in your attention is going towards the thing that you want to say and not saying it and then you start having these mental thoughts and complaints about how you can't say what you want to say and it just spirals out of control anything that isn't released is going to well up and absorb your consciousness it's going to take time and attention away from living a life with your energy full out and creative and again i don't mean creative you know like go and make a painting i mean creative is in you have the ability to create your life creative to see relationships between things to take action and bring into existence what you want that's not some woo woo law of attraction stuff it is pure action that you have availability to especially if you live you know somewhere in the world like the united states or you know a country that's not bogged down by war you have the ability to go talk to people to do research you have the internet you have you know friends you have relationships that you can use as resources towards manifesting what's from the inside to the outside if you have an idea then act on it that is what is the key to confidence that is the key to living a life you're happy and fulfilled when there is integrity and i don't mean moral integrity i mean integrity is in something whole something that is continuous when there is integrity between what is in the inside what you want what you deeply want and what is on the outside as in what is manifested when those two are in alignment you are creating you are creating a life that you love and that is when life is the best when you're living that truth when you see your own truth coming into the world and part of that is vision you know the final point here is your mind how often do we let us you know get our distracted judging others you know and even being cynical being cynical is is a huge problem that many people suffer from today and it's easy to get into that cynical bucket because at everywhere you turn the normal quote unquote is to be cynical the normal is to shut down possibilities or to look at the problems with something rather than how it can be something greater the normal is to lay low and to not achieve greatness because it's too hard they all tie together cynicism is friends with complacency and procrastination so you know take a look at those things in your life use them as tools this is not an exhaustive list but a tool belt i say that a lot in the book and as well as this podcast these are just tools this is a tool belt that you can look at your life and identify some of these browser hijackers these programs and reclaim your day because it is not cynicism's day it is not addiction's day it's not preoccupation's day or scarcity's day it's your day but to make it your day you got to uninstall these programs or at least you know close the browser or the window or whatever and they'll pop up again but you got to keep closing them and redirect your attention back to what you were browsing you know it's a great metaphor but 
it, it works. It really does work that way. We have programs that our mind, without even realizing, come into play. And living a transformed life is about realizing these programs and strengthening your observer. You know, you are not your body. You are not your mind. You are not your emotions. They are part of you. But the freaky thing is, is that you are not them. You are this observer in the present moment, interacting with your own memory, which is a hard drive. And that is a whole set of other things there. It's your memories, it's your ego, and it's like you're two people. So wrap your head around that and realize that you don't have to be limited by those programs, but they are part of you. And you have the choice to observe them. And when you observe them, they no longer have their power. It's like finding, again, to go with the computer metaphor, it's like finding the the root key or whatever it is, you know, and uninstalling it. You've found where it's hidden, you know, and, and uninstall that program, that browser hijacker. And that's what observing these programs are. You know, when you take a look and you see them in action, it's much easier to let go and to not let them hijack your attention. So remember death. That's, that is the number one thing I have to tell you today on this Motivational Monday. Remember death. And I don't mean that in a morose way. I don't mean it in a weird way. I mean it in an inspiring way in the sense that, you know, for certain, everybody is going to come to an end. This dance of life that we have, it's not forever. So how are you using your time? Watch your attention and remember that actions towards your process, towards your vision, as long as you are in alignment with that process, then you are seizing the day. Every action leads to another five actions. It's like when you jump from one branch to another, you're not just jumping from the branch to another branch. You are jumping from a branch to another branch that's connected to a bunch of other branches. And that's what taking action is like. When you take an action, when you meet with Joe to you know have coffee and talk about such and such for your business or for your idea or for whatever you want to create, whatever happens, you're going to get at least five outlets of action out of that that you can pursue. And then each one of those five branches that you jump on is going to lead to another five and so on. So take action and be in action. Create momentum out of nothing. And that's the beauty of it. Out of nothing, you can create a snowball. And it just takes putting your attention on the time that you have towards the things that you love. It's as simple as that. So there's your Motivational Monday. Thank you so much for listening, for being part of this show. I really love making these episodes for you guys, and I hope that they're useful for you. Every Friday, I release an interview that I've done I've done quite a bit now in the last uh, two months. I've got enough for the next year. Some amazing individuals, entrepreneurs, artists, uh, business people, medical professionals all over the board on how they've created a life they love and as well as their impact of their work on people and themselves. You know, that's the, the transformation interview. So every Friday I post one of those interviews. Check them out. They're really great resources. If you find yourself in their story, uh, I would absolutely love that, you know, and if you have a friend who's also, you know, that can benefit from these things, share it with them. You'll never know, uh, you know, how it'll help, 
their progress and their journey towards creating a life they love. So if you love this show, thank you so much. We have a Patreon account now as well. You can check out the website for more information. The main deal with that is uh, I'm trying to basically create some benefits for people who are regular listeners and want to support the show. And uh, 20% of those proceeds will go to a charity of your choice uh, in my community page. So you're free to welcome uh, to check that out as some amazing charities that I work with and volunteer with on a regular basis. Uh, So I would love to support them as well. Let's all make the world a better place. And I think the internet is awesome for that. So thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you guys next week. You're listening to the Seven Transformations podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For weekly articles on creating a life you love, stay connected at the 7transformations.com.